dive in. You ready to dive? I'm ready. You put your helmet on? It's on. Okay, well, um, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, uh, thank you for tuning in to Picks and Trips into the Kiss and Cry. Uh, I'm Billy. I'm Cody. And we're back. It's been a year. It has uh, been one heck of a year. It's. Oh, I feel like it's been longer than a year. It's been a longer than a year since we actually sat down because we never actually made picks for Worlds last year. We had every intention of it, and I don't think we ever got there. I don't think we did either um, because it got canceled pretty early on. Yeah, yeah. So, well, not entirely. Not entirely. About two weeks before it, it was scheduled to happen, but that's at least normally start making our picks (laughs) yeah so we didn't even make picks but uh lo and behold you know the world the world did what the world did man yeah (laughs) i'm just i'm just happy to be sitting here and uh still still able to connect with my friend and and talk a little figure skating and hopefully it's light and fluffy and (laughs) there's, there's not so much seriousness but you know i don't know man it's still figure skating serious business i mean not that we ever took ourselves very seriously never not once (laughs) never not once man well uh so here we are it's worlds we're talking about worlds in stockholm sweden yes it's been a year away from competition for a lot of folks um not completely because there were some grand prix that we just never really got on board with (laughs) i mean I, honestly, I felt like they were all going to be like a little mini nationals, more or less. All those events that uh, that did run. It more or less was. I mean, um, mostly just people training in that country. So basically, most people most people from the country. Yeah. Uh, did Did you tune in to see any of it, or did you check in with any of it along the way? I haven't even checked in with you about that. I have not watched skating in a year. Wow. With the exception of like Instagram, yes, because <laughs> <laughs> that's where we watch figure skating now, folks. Is on Instagram, in ten second clips of people's training. That's where we see what's going on in the world. Um, I did tune into the Russian one for the men's event briefly. I I can't remember exactly what it was on. I think I was home. It was over the Christmas break or close to the Christmas break, and I I watched the men's free program for a little while, which I was enjoying watching. Um, and I saw like some cool stuff. I mean, the Russian field's always pretty deep, um, yeah. like quads upon quads upon quads. Um, so, I mean, that was cool, but, uh, yeah, other than that, I didn't tune in. I didn't catch any of NHK, uh, cup of China. I mean, I, I looked mean, at, res- I looked at the results, but I didn't, uh, I didn't watch any. They weren't full events either, right? Because um, a lot of them, top skaters or some of the top skaters weren't even competing, decided not to. True. Because right? ha- some of them have been off the ice as well, too, uh, during this whole pandemic. Not everyone yeah. was lucky enough to have ice. That's Yes, that's also very true. So this is definitely like... These, these picks are going as first world problems. We acknowledge <laughs> that these are not the most important thing happening in the world right now. Um, and I lied to you, Cody. I lied because I did watch some, some of Skate America. Um, 
mostly because I was just like, ooh, figure skating's back. And then, Yeah, that was like, I, I thought that was the first one, right? That was the first one, and I thought that that one wasn't going to go. And then Skate Canada was canceled. The, the one in France was canceled, but they still did Russia, Japan, and China. Yes. Okay, all right. Just so we're clear. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so some of these skaters, I've actually written down uh, some details here just because my internet's kind of choppy and sloppy um, along the entry list. And I've kind of highlighted folks that I think are like contenders and people that, you know, are of note, at least in my humble opinion. <laughs> Actually, it's not, it's, it's, it's a BS opinion. That's what my opinion is. It's absolute garbage folks, but it's just mine. Um, so yeah, uh, as, as we were doing, why don't we start with the uh, the first event? Yes. Do you, want to, do you want to start with the first event? Uh, of course, yeah. So that would be the ladies. I feel like we're just jumping right. Like, I, I said that, and then I'm like, wait a minute. Are we going, like, full in on, like, the good stuff first? But I guess, you know what? Let's let's lead with the uh, the strength, man. Um, Sounds good. I've, I've tagged about, I want to say 10 or 12 girls ladies in this event um that i thought were worth were worth mentioning um but i'm curious to know man who are you who are you thinking about don't tell me your order just just tell me who you're thinking about well um my short list is pretty short um but there's uh rika kihira in there mm-hmm. yep. Soko miyahara kaori sakamoto um all from japan i have Hyun lee from korea um as well as Anna Sherbakova, Alexandra Trusova, and Elizabeth Tomisheva, all from Russia. That's my short list. Um, I think that's about, what, six skaters long? Seven skaters long? For, yeah, seven skaters, man. That is, that is definitely the short list of, like, the, I would say that's a pretty strong top seven. Um, if I was to argue anything, I'd say you probably left out Brody Tunnell. Um, but that's your opinion. You're entitled to it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, honestly, like any of the, the, the skaters from Japan, um, just a wealth of success coming out of there. Um, and like strong contenders. Always. Like all, all of them. A um, couple of them have, well, they've all been out this season. Uh, Kiori was first in Japan or at uh, NHK and second at nationals. Um, Satoko was first at the Bavarian Open and third at nationals. Yeah. What did I do? Was oh, I wrong? No, 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 no. Um, I thought I was going to correct you on the NHK, but I just realized I don't have the results from NHK. So <laughs> <laughs> you don't have the results from NHK. I, no, I, yeah. I went through their ISU profiles. That was, that was, that was my my digging. Um, and Rika Kahira went uh, to Den Haag, and I think she won. She was first at Den Haag and first at uh, Japanese Nationals. So one, two, three from Nationals this year. They've all won an international event. Now that's not saying much, considering international events have been pretty limited. But I mean, there's a uh, definitely a strong culture. Among these, they were four, five, and six in 2019. The last time there was a world event, this was four, five, six. That's yeah. a that's a pretty strong showing. And 
uh, Satoko Miyahara has got medals in uh, 2015 and 2018. So, as well as a fourth place Olympic uh, run. I left off the Olympics because I feel like we're getting so far away from them that they don't matter. But you know what? In all fairness, I got a 2015 in here because she was a world medalist. So you're not wrong. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, And top scores are ranging um, in like the 220 to 230 range. That's that's pretty darn strong. (laughs) Yeah. Mind you, some of them are from those past years, like 2018, 2017, right? Yeah. I mean, they're, they're not necessarily current, but nothing's current. I mean, it's been a year away. Like that is true as well. It's been a year away. Um, you had also, uh, you tagged Hai and Lee, who was third at Korean nationals. Um, and she was strong on the junior circuit, if I'm not mistaken, last year. She was. Or yeah, not last a, year, but like two years ago. That's interesting that we're going to say an interesting thing we're going to see um, now that since it's been such a long time since we last talked, we're starting to see some of those juniors that we talked about um, come up into the world stage. And we're going to see how they're going to place and how they're going to do uh, with that jump. Right? Yeah, there's there's kind of a backlog of juniors that are catching up because, I mean, last year, Junior Worlds got their worlds. So yes. we have we have those skaters that are now starting to show themselves in the senior ranks uh, as they as they move forward. I, I had tagged uh, Yellen Kim also from Korea. Uh, she is their national champion. Uh, and she was sixth at four continents last year. That was, I think that was the last event before we all got shut down. Um, yes. And Yun Yu, I was kind of shocked was left off of it because Yun Yu had a triple axle, but again, the panty being what it is, could have just completely shut that down. Um, I tagged, okay, so. I'm along with you on the, the Sherbakova, Trusova, Tuktamasheva again. Now, Tuktamasheva is the low ball here at 234 for a best score. Yes. That's the low end. <laughs> so if we're going strictly on history and personal bests, Tuktamasheva really should be on the podium. Because um, Rika is 233. Yes, so yeah, she beats her can, out. <laughs> we can't entirely go on that. Different times, different events. Um, but Sherbakova won Russian Nationals. That was the only time she looks like she was out this year. Um, Trusova was third at Russian Nationals and fourth at Cup of Russia. She had a really bad go at Cup of Russia. Um, was just not very composed. And that's that, that, that could be attributed to a little bit of that change in the, uh, the coaching camp because she left um, Terry. Yes, and joined uh, Plashenko. Yeah. Um, now, granted, based on Angels of Plashenko's Instagram, she looks like she's pretty hot and ready to go um, for Worlds. Practice looked like it was going well, but we'll see what happens when they start the music, right? <laughs> exactly. And uh, took to Mesheva one cup of Russia, but she was seventh at Nationals. Um, it, again... So, and I sent you this article too about how she's the first non-teenager that Russia's sent to worlds in like how long? Yeah, like, it was like what last at least three. I think uh, it was like 2014. I can't remember, but yeah. like 
it's been a while. It's been a while since they've sent somebody who's not some teeny bopper. <laughs> um, interestingly left off of this is Alina Kosternaya, who has gone back to a Terry, left a Terry, went to Blashenko, came back to a Terry. Um, and had some interesting words. I don't know if you've read any of her interviews when she said not. to go back. She said, you know, I learned to smile more while I was training with Evgeny, but um, I didn't I didn't end up with the results I wanted. So it was really hard to smile at the end of the day. And ultimately, I think the gist of it is that she would rather be smiling on the podium and a little bit more unhappy in her training day to day than uh, then be happy in her training day to day and be off the podium. It sounds like she's really one of those uh, results driven people. So that would make sense. It's, it definitely sounds like it. Um, so I'm curious to see what next year brings, because when we were talking about worlds last year, you were like, Alina Kosternaya, Billy, what are you thinking? It's gotta be <laughs> Alina. She won Europeans. And I was like, I'm Trusova, baby. It's it's going to be Trusova. I'm going to stick to my guns because, well, she's still in the game. You've got to change gears. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, want to briefly throw in there Brady Tunnell because she has experience. Like, she's got a good deal of experience. She was seventh in 2019. Uh, she was third at Four Continents that year as well, or last year. She looked like she was gearing up well, and uh, she's been out and about this season. She was second at Skate America. She got a personal best score in the 220s. The reasonable contender to put her in the top five. Reasonable. Um, and then we need to briefly touch on uh, our Canadian content, sir. <laughs> yes. Um, uh, we... Well, this is not what we believe to be top five. Um these are Canadians and both of them on their first trip to Worlds. Yes. Uh, there's Emily Bosbach. Uh, she mm-hmm. was, she's a reigning Canadian champion. And then Madeline Skizas. Is that how you pronounce it? Skizas? I'm never, I don't really know. I haven't. The problem is, is she kind of broke onto the scene just as the world was starting to shut down. So we didn't really get to know her in what should have been her senior year of like Grand Prix eligibility. So we didn't get to see a lot of her. And so, yeah, it's kind of tricky to, I am looking forward to getting to see more of Madeline um, training out of uh, Milton area. Yeah. So not, not far from us. Um, And uh, yeah, she, she won the skate Canada challenge event. Uh, that was held virtually. She won Skate Canada virtu- uh, the challenge event when it was held live two years ago as well. Um, so definitely a young lady on the rise. Um, she packs a triple triple. Um, I don't know if she's got like a full arsenal of triples yet. If the Lutz is in there or not. And technically, she has no ISU score. She has no ISU personal best. She really hasn't competed internationally on any Grand Prix junior or senior. So it's, it's, yeah, it's tough to say how she'll do under all the pressure and everything. Um, And there's a lot riding on this. Yes. (laughs) There's absolutely a lot riding on this because this is about spots for, um, for worlds and Olympics next year. 
Um, and hopefully these things are going to still go forward. But I mean, the, uh, the world seems to be becoming more and more comfortable with where we are and getting better at, at handling it. So who's to say that we're not right. So this is, this is an important trip for these young ladies. And, um, we have two spots right now. Cody, do you know what we need to maintain two spots? To maintain two? Uh, I have no idea. <laughs> I believe if I was reading it correctly, we need them to have a total combined placement of 28 or less. That sounds about right. So that's, that's what we're looking for from Emily and Madeline, is a total combined placement of... 28 meaning that madeline could be 13th and emily could be 15th that's 28 and we're 28 good. total and we're good we take two into next year if that exceeds that we go down to one spot for olympics which would be um a little bit frustrating but you know what bigger problems in the world yeah <laughs> definitely definitely and it's been a long time i think it's been a long time since we've only had one spot um, in a ladies event, I remember there was a, a point back in the 1900s, I'll pull out my dinosaur bones and, <laughs> and, uh, I tell you about the, the trip. I think they sent Susan Humphreys and that was also a controversial call at the time. I remember there being some, some hubbub about who we sent. Um, and I think it was Susan Humphreys that we ended up sending to an Olympics because she was the only one. And that's, that's the other thing is we need somebody who's, if it's only going to be one, we need somebody who's going to be clawing back and getting us two spots for the year following. Right. So exactly, it's all, it all matters. <laughs> it all matters to some extent, Cody. So I've kind of thought about it. Are there any other people that you really want to, you want to put out there for yourself or to talk about of particular interest or is that it? Um, I mean, a lot of these names are names we've seen before, um, mm -hmm. junior or senior. Um, so we've all kind of already talked about them previously. Uh, but there is a couple coming up from junior that I would, I think this is a great opportunity for them. And we could really see how much they've grown. There's um, Ekaterina Ryabova from Azerbaijan, um, as well as who was the other one I was looking at? Um, I'm so glad I played the dinosaur role and printed this <laughs> stuff, man. <laughs> it was Anastasia uh, Arkhipova from Ukraine, I believe. Let me just take a quick look at her bio. Yeah, it's her. Um, yeah, we saw him. Oh, no, not her. But she did compete junior recently. Um, oh, no, I already named her. It was Hyun Lee. Sorry. Highly, yeah. yes, yes. Um, and there's some other ones that aren't here, like Daria Yusucheva and... The Russians, yes, um, that we'll see in the future, near future probably, um, on that senior circuit and world stage. Um, but it'll be interesting to see if they can take it to the next level. Absolutely, absolutely. So, all right. So here we go, Cody. You've got yours all picked out. I haven't looked. I have no idea. Um, start with five. Start with five. Let's work our way from the bottom back up. All right. Um, so at the fifth spot, I actually have Kairi Sakamoto from Japan. 
Right on, right on. So Kaori goes in number five. Um, in five, I'm going to take Satoko. Satoko Miyahara. And all right, I'll give you my four. My four is going to be Liza. Took to Masheva. That's my theme fourth pick as well. Yeah, I've like I've really enjoyed um, seeing her come back. It's a great story. I love how she's like been world champion, but that was like six years ago, and how she hasn't been to world since. I feel like she's really going to try and capitalize on this experience, but I just don't know if the math and and the the polish works the same. Yeah, um, I agree with you. It's someone you want to root for. Uh, someone I'll definitely be rooting for. But like you said, it's hard to compete against quads, triple axles. She does have a triple axle, but it's it's not it's not the same as some of the other girls that are doing them. They uh, it it looks a little easier. She looks like she's very focused, and that's fine. But it takes you out of the program component of it, which she gets dinged for pretty consistently. Yeah. All right, so we're we're a match on that uh, number three spot. Where are you going, bud? Going Japan again with Rika. I gotta agree. I gotta agree. All right. So then it becomes down to one and two. I'm gonna take two as Sherbakova. It looks like we both agree on the two and one spot. <laughs> yeah, I'm sticking to my guns with Trusova, man. But I take it you're flip flopping on me. Nope, uh, I'm taking Sherbakova second and Trusova first as well. Yes, you drank <laughs> the Kool-Aid. You drank the Kool-Aid. Welcome over to the dark side, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> well, being as one through four are a dead-on match, I have a funny feeling that it's going to come down to a five spot, which is just silly, but, you know, it is what it is. <laughs> We've done that before. Um, yeah, I'm so I'm pumped to see what Trusova does. She's had a lot of like less than stellar outings. I think she's going to have taken that to heart and it's going to mean something to her to go out and win a senior title to go along with her two junior world titles. Um, so that I'm kind of, I'm kind of jacked for. Um, yeah. All right. Ladies event. Done. There you have it folks. <laughs> all right. Where are we going? Next? It's pairs, right? It is pairs. Pairs. Something we should know a lot about. And again, the list is shorter than the ladies' event. So this was, I think, a little bit quicker to go through. Um, I didn't deviate from big names. I didn't go digging into, like, rogue names that I'm not um, not totally familiar with or, like, that I kind of recognized. I was like, uh, yeah, no. <laughs> um, there, was, there was some teams that I was aware of. Who did, I, who did I just gloss over? Where are they? Oh, uh, Ziegler and Kiefer, the Austrian team. I mean, they're, they're um, what's the word I'm looking for? They're, they're in the mix, but they're never like at the top. Yeah, well, what's nice about this pair event, at least, um, there's not a ton of new names or new faces um, from the previous couple of years um some new pairings 
um, but still people we've seen before. Um, and it doesn't really affect much in the sense that as long as these top teams are still there, it's yeah. yeah, gonna be hard to compete. Oh, for sure. And I think, I mean, this has been one of the things about the pandemic is creating new pairings has been really challenging. So the people that are already connected, I mean, they've had to be just as like, like you've spent way more time with these people because you really don't have a choice. You're like, that's my circle. That's my bubble. Right. So I have a funny feeling that we're going to see not as many this year and maybe even next year. Like it's, it's going to be tough to, to pull together, but um, yeah, kind of, kind of jacked for this. So really quickly, who stands out as your, like who, who are your, your worth mentioning your mentionables? Yeah. So my short list is only seven teams again. Um, I have Kristen Moore Towers and Mike Marinaro, Canadian, our Canadian people. Um, I mean, they're always in the mix. Haven't quite, gotten onto that top five. Um, okay, whoa, whoa, whoa. They were third at four continents before the world shut down. Yes. They were sixth in 2018. So, let's, so I was going there. They haven't hit that top five yet um, in a competition like at this stage, right? They've been close, really close. Yeah, I mean, they, they're, uh, they're due to pop. So, yeah, they're on my short list. Uh, there's Chinese Peng and Jin and Sween Han. I mean, Sween Han, Olympic gold medalist. Oh, silver medalist. Sorry. Olympic silver medalist. Um, world champions. Mm-hmm. And then Peng and Jin, um, always one of the top teams, pair technical wise, flawless. <laughs> yeah. Um, then there's the Russian team, Sporkova Kozlovsky, Machina Galiano, oh, yeah. Tarasova Morozov. I mean, Russians in pairs, it's almost a gimme nowadays, right? <laughs> almost like they're a woman. Um, they're always going to have yep. good teams. Um, and if you even take a look at their personal best, it's up there. Definitely up there. Oh, man. Yeah. There's, there's a lot of twos. <laughs> there's a lot of, there's a lot of twos. Um, and then my last shortlisted team is actually the new American team. Um, near Alexa Kniram and Brandon Fraser, both names you've seen. First time we'll see them together internationally. Yeah, yeah. These uh, this this was an exciting pairing. Um, not the first time. We'll I guess technically, technically, Skate America counts as an international. But yeah, I'll, I'll say truly internationally, we'll <laughs> see them. Because um, they did win Skate America. They did. They did win U.S. Nationals. Yeah. Um, yes, they did both. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, that from that standpoint, it's exciting. It's nice that uh, Alexa can continue pursuing her dream. Um, when when Chris decided that it, it was just too much for him to uh, to continue skating, that wasn't in the same sense. So that I mean, that's pretty cool that she was able to find Brandon, and they are also on my short list. Um, I want to throw a little shout out to Ashley Kane Gribble and Tim LaDuke who, uh, who are showing up. They had, they were the alternate. Yes. They were originally alternates. Um, 
and I'm now I'm struggling to remember who they're alternates for because they're not listed anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it was. Um, um, I I know their names, but I can't remember them right now. Uh, let me just take a look at the Skate America um, list. You do that. I'd say go back to our chat and find it, but um, Jessica Calline and Brian Johnson. Yes, and they were they were another team. Uh, they train with with uh, Alexa Ashley and oh, did they train with Ashley and Tim? Was it Alexa and Brandon? They're I think they're the Jenny Mino Todd Sand Camp. Oh. You have the browser open and I don't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, so it's it's Alexa and Brandon they skate with uh, Kane and the Duke are in Texas. Ah, uh, okay. So it would have been nice if they could have gone with their training mates, but um, you know what? Uh, Ashley and Tim have been out before. Uh, they were ninth in 2019 with top 10 finish, which is more than respectable. Um, they were fourth at Skate America this year. And sorry, and they were... not to mention that ninth place was when they were still kind of new, right? Um, that's exciting. Yeah, they, how much I they've mean, grown together, and there's yeah, there's going to be lots of good stuff. And they, I mean, they were a U.S. champion at one point, were they not? Like they won U.S. nationals one year. They did in uh, that same year, 2018, 2019. Look at that. So yeah, they they should be an exciting pick. I don't have them in my top five, but they're definitely noteworthy um, for for those who are planning on watching or following the results. They're a team that could make a jump, and they they certainly have the technical skills. Um, I flagged the Italian team of Nicole Della Monica and Matteo Garis. They were fourth at Europeans last year before everything shut down. They were fifth at Worlds in 2018. Well, um, just like Ziegler and Kiefer a team that's been around a while. So we've definitely seen a lot of them as well. Yep. Yeah. They, um, they, they have the ability to jump in there. Uh, do I expect them to? No, but they're, again, they're a name to watch. Um, and I'll finish by filling out our Canadian content with Trent and Evelyn, uh, Trent Michaud and Evelyn Walsh, uh, Canadian silver medalists, uh, they were very much looking forward to going to Worlds last year in Montreal. Would have been a great way to debut at Worlds. <laughs> yeah. um, um, but you know what? They've competed at Worlds before. In 2019. Have they? Yes, they have. Did I? Okay, my bad. My bad. <laughs> um would have been a nice way to have another world, especially when they were, they were getting really quite strong. They were sixth at four continents. I mean, they would have made a good name for themselves in that local rink. Like, so I think that would have been uh, pretty exciting for them, but again, they're young, they've got a big career and I'm sure that uh, the ISU is looking into ways to get things back into Canada for another world's um, when things make sense to do so. So here's hoping. Yeah. Um, like you say, Sui and Han, uh, you know, won Worlds twice. Um, they were first at Four Continents last year. They looked really strong. Um, uh, Peng and Jin, they won Cup of China this year. Uh, Sui and Han actually didn't go out for anything this year. This is their first event of the year. Yes. Um, so they have been on the shelf just like the Canadians uh, sitting and waiting. Um, 
And then it looks like when we talk about the Russians, the Russians have been busy this year. They've gotten out um, and and gotten their feet wet, got the rust off their blades. Um, so Boykova and Kozlovsky were second at Russian nationals to Tarasova and Morozov. Yes. Um, but they won Cup of Russia over Machina and Galiamov. And also, I'd like six... to mention with a nice big score of two thirty-two. Yeah, I like these guys. I like them. When I saw them, where did I, I can't remember where I saw them. I think it was when we were talking like two years ago about this stuff, like going into worlds. And I was like, I was excited about these guys. They have very cool lifts. They're very young. They're very fast. Um, I guess they're not young anymore because you know here we are a year later. But <laughs> I, I, I was really digging these guys. Really, really digging these guys. Um, Tarasova and Morozov. I'm kind of, you know, like yeah, they've been, they've been around. They've been on the podium the last three worlds. They're a good team. They just don't excite me. They're they're a team you could never count out, but you could never. Well, I wouldn't say you they're... can't count on them because you always can. But <laughs> like you said, they don't. They're not that exciting team um, anymore. Right. No, I, I, I feel like maybe, well, this is also going to be an interesting sense because we're getting, yes, we're getting young talent coming out, but we're going to see what, you know, an extra year of, of training has done to some of the skaters who are getting into the twilight of their career to, you know, that are hitting towards the end, looking at next year at the Olympics and going, that's my, that's my out. That's my exit point there. That's where I get off the highway. And, um, you know, what this has done for them, whether it has like, just sharpen their skills and give them time to focus and rest and do all the things that you really need to do to grow and get strong. Or if it's just kind of worn on them and they're, you know, whatever. Right. <laughs> yeah. So and correct me if I'm wrong. I believe they were doing quad twist at one point and it just seems like those days are long gone. They, yeah, they were, um, they, that was when they were very, very young. And uh, I think there there was a surgery for her, if I'm not mistaken. Something happened with her, and she's just she was not able to. I don't know if it was part of like getting back into things, and they just didn't bother with it because it just wasn't worth it. Um, like from her health and longevity standpoint. Yeah. So, I'm not totally sure, but yeah, I this is an event I, I look forward to. It's exciting. I love seeing cool lifts. I mean, they, we've had a year to really let people work on stuff and not have to worry about getting out for certain Grand Prix. Like you think about a lot of these teams, they would travel two to three times before nationals to get in two Grand Prix events, Grand Prix final. These guys were busy, busy, busy. And it was always the up and down, like more towers talked about, like how, you know, you were always preparing for an event in one of her interviews and I mean, she was talking about how the, that mental wear and tear comes of like, usually we'd be preparing for something and then, you know, it'd get canceled like nationals or, you know, things like that, uh, skate Canada, um, which I totally understand. But the flip side of that is you were preparing for things 
and but there was way more time in between. Yes. You weren't like gearing up for one every couple of weeks. You were gearing up for like there's one and then there's a couple of months off, which is a very different rhythm to your year as well. So I, I don't know. I'm I'm curious to see what kind of creativity that spawned in things like like lifts or, you know, other other really cool tricks because for pairs for me, it's the one where you get to see that kind of creativity more um, than a singles event, because there's only so many ways you can do a camel spin. There's only so many <laughs> ways that you can do a quad toe. Um, so like this has a, an artistic component that goes along with the technical that I really, really enjoy. Um, so yeah, this one, I'm, I'm totally, I'm really jazzed about this. This one, I will probably start carving out time to sit my butt down and watch. All right, dude. Uh, in five spot, I'm taking Niram and Fraser. Interesting. I'm going with the Chinese Peng and Jin. Mm-hmm. I I can I can totally see where that makes sense. It's it's a tight race in that end because um, their personal best scores are so close. Um, but Niram and Fraser have been a freight train, so that's where I'm I'm going. <laughs> uh, in the four spot, I'm taking Tarasova and Morosov. Interesting. All right. I'm going um, other Russians, Machina and Galliamo. Ah, uh, okay. So you're you're saying youth is going to be served here. Okay. <laughs> well, like you said, Tarasova and Morozov, you can't count them out. And uh, I'm not going to count them out. I'm just going to count them off the podium. Um, who's your three spot? That's where I have Tarasova and Morozov. Okay. Ah, so you've got them on the podium for four straight years. I do. Well, four straight worlds. We'll call it four straight worlds, yeah, not four straight years. years. Good point. Um, this is where I'm going to put in Kirsten and Mike. I ah. think this is where they this is where they get their hardware right here. Kirsten and Mike. Um, it's it's yeah, it's time. It's time. I am so excited to see what they do. So that's where I've got got that coming in. You're two. You're two. I have a funny feeling you and I are like, if we're not the exact same, we're flipped. I, so tell I me, did you, so. did you go, did you go Russia and China on top or did you go Russia on top and then China and two? I went Russia two, China on top. Okay. So we agree. We agree that Sui and Han are going to win this thing. Yeah. Um, I mean, even though they haven't been out yet, it's hard to argue with how great they are. <laughs> this is the equivalent, in my opinion, of of like Tessa and Scott taking a year off and coming back. Like they've been out for like I mean, they didn't go and compete. They probably they, they know what they have to do to win. They know how hard they have to work. They've they've been there. They've done it. This is just a matter of okay. We check in. We do well. We get our three spots for for uh, for um, English <laughs> for Olympics. For, yeah, Olympics. Um, we get our three spots for the Olympics next year, and you know we uh, we can sit back. We can sit back and get back to work. That's I mean that's what they're gunning for. They want that gold medal at the Olympics. So. They're going to come out. They're going to be great. They're going to win. And that's what I, I see them doing. Boykova and Kozlovsky, like, I think they're the team that's going to give them the biggest run, though. I think that's a tighter race than, than most people think. 
Well, if you look at their top scores, they're both at 234. Oh, yeah. Like, I think mathematically it's very tight, but I think I think people might not realize just how good Boykova and Kozlovsky are. I mean, I think that, like, pound for pound, they might be, like, this could be one of those... Um, those events that's really easy for those two teams to flip flop for the next couple of years. But the thing is, is that Sui and Han are probably on their way out the door. Like I say, next Olympics, and that's probably their exit point. Okay. So, so yeah, Boykova, Kozlovsky, if they can keep healthy, I mean, there's going to be nobody in their way after that. Honestly, can you see anybody else that's really coming up and it's going to give them a scare? I mean, we'll see how these, how Machine and Galiamov, the other young Russians, develop this year and next year as well, right? Those are the only ones I could think of. Um, or or Nirim and Frazier, but like I say, and she's at the twilight of her career. Like she's in late 20s, early 30s? Uh, I would want to say late 20s, but I'm not even sure. Yeah, as a pair girl, that's that's probably about the point where yeah, you're going okay. Well, there's there's the Olympics. That's what I was aiming for. I want to get that, and then I'm out. Um. So that I mean, yeah, that's not a team that I mean they they're going to be good. I mean, can they push two twenty five? Maybe. Um. But I I don't know, I don't know if they're going to be there this year. Um. And then really back, really quickly, let's bounce back to our Canadians because again, this is this is all about getting spots for uh, Olympics and Worlds next year. And I know you know this. I know you know this. Is how, what is their math on this, Cody? Um, two spots have to equal uh, what or less? Yeah, twenty-eight. I had a blank for a second. <laughs> 20 to keep two. Yes. How many to get three? It's uh, 13. 13, yes. So Kirsten and Mike, Trent and Evelyn, we need a, a total of 13 or less. So a six and a seven are absolutely fine. Um, and Kirsten and Mike know that. Like the, Again, I was reading an interview, and she was talking about how important that was for them to go to Pyeongchang. And so they're, I mean, they know what they're out competing for. It's not just themselves. They're looking at the Olympic team for next year. So I know that's probably weighing on their mind. I wish them the best of luck. I hope that, uh, I hope that we get a nice big contingent for, uh, for the Olympics. But I hope that this is the year that uh, Kirsten might see that success. It'd be fantastic to be get it, getting it going into an Olympic year. Yeah. Like that confidence level on high. And then we start looking at, you know, more Canadian medals at another Olympics. All right. Pairs. Peace. <laughs> All right. On to the boys. The men. I'm going to give you my... Do my, uh, you have a short list or you got a long list? Um, I have a sort of long list. Yeah. The men, this is, this is like big. Like big, big. Um, you want to go back and forth? Sure. I mean, I'm sure we have a lot of similar names. Um, I guarantee we have all the similar <laughs> names. All the names. They're all the similar names. Yeah. Um, so, Nathan, 
Yes. Sir, two-time world champion, looking to three-peat. And I think he's still, like, 23. He's, uh, yeah. Young. One Skate America <laughs> this year, one U.S. Nationals. I mean, really not a question. And he's one of two guys in this event who has a score over 300. Yes. I mean, the other one being the legend himself, Yuzuru Hanyu. Another goat. Another absolute goat, Yuzu. Uh, and all he did this year was nationals, Japanese nationals. He was very concerned about his asthma, stayed off the circuit, tried to take good care. I mean... I hope that served him well. As someone who's been pretty injury-prone the last couple of years as well, I think that was a good move. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I hope, like I say, I hope it served him well. I hope his body has gotten the rest it needs. I hope he's sharp. Um, I think he didn't put the quadlets in for Japanese nationals, but we saw Loop Sao Toe, if I'm not mistaken. It, it's been a while. It was Christmas, man. It was like three <laughs> months ago. Yeah. Um, and he also would be looking at a third title to his. Uh, to his little grab bag of medals. It's not a grab bag. Oh my God. It's like, it's a chest of treasure at this point. <laughs> all the hardware he's, he's got. Yeah. You consider he's been going pretty solid since like 2014, 2015. Yeah. Since that uh, Canadian Olympics. Yeah. Vancouver. Canadian. No, Sochi. Sochi. Oh, I'm Sochi. Years mixed up. Yeah. Sochi. Sorry. Yeah. 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 Yeah, so it's it's been a while. It's, yeah, he's been going. So, man, the the hardware he's got can sink a boat, I'm sure. Um, yeah, so those are the two big boys. Uh, they're they got to be in your top two. Oh yeah, I think you'd be you'd be cracked not to put them there. <laughs> um, uh, man, where to go? Uh, Boyang, Boyang Jin. Yeah. Always, you know, always one to, even if he's having a bad season, you can't count him out. <laughs> yeah, his last his last world medal was in 2017. He finished third. Um, he won Cup of China this year. Again, small Chinese nationals, but still. Um, he's been out. He's got a top score in the 270s. I also, in that um, Chinese Grand Prix this year, he actually scored 290. It's not bad. <laughs> yeah. It's not bad. I, I find it interesting that they didn't update his score and they're not updating the scores from this year well, uh, into personal bests, which like you is... Said, they're not, they weren't kind of really counted as real internationals because there, were, there was no points involved. Um, mm-hmm. As far as like international points, uh, ranking points. So that's probably the reason why, even though they're sanctioned and everything. Yeah. All right, who else you got, man? Um, I I have Canadian boy Keegan Messing. Uh, Keegan, he's a fighter. Um, he's the only one we got. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, this was a big bone of contention last year when they were they were trying to name the team for Worlds, and I don't remember. Did they opt to send Nam last year? Ooh. I do not remember. I think they were going to send. I think they were going to send Nam last year, and I remember the hoopla about not sending Roman because he won Canadian Nationals. Um, but Keegan, yeah, Keegan's the only Canadian who's been 
out and skated somewhere this season, finished third at Skate America. Wasn't a clean skate, but it was, I mean, it, it had, it had all the big stuff. You can see how training gets a little bit harder on your own, especially when you're not totally ramped up some days. Yeah. Uh, Cause he ran out of gas on some silly things at the end, but nonetheless, looking forward to it. I mean, he's, uh, he's maturing. We'll, sh we'll send him a small shout out. Cause uh, Hey, congratulations on uh, your impending fatherhood, sir. That's also true. I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah. He's going to be a daddy. Um, so, Hey man, as a fellow father, uh, I wish you luck. I hope that's going to go well. I can't imagine being like going to worlds and then going, yeah, at some point later this year, I'm going to become a dad. <laughs> oh man. So cool. Yeah. Keegan. It'll be interesting to see Definitely. as well. If this is the one where he pulls out the quad lots, you know, um, it's been looming around for a bit a while. We've seen videos. He's yeah. And he's, he's been close. He's tried it in competition a couple of times. He was close. Uh, yeah. 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 So. Yeah. All right. Well, speaking of quad lutzes, probably the nicest one I've ever seen was Mikhail Coliata. <laughs> yeah. Um, comeback year for him, maybe. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, he moved to Mishin's camp. Uh, he was he was out of commission last year with some some health stuff, uh, some infection, and apparently he's he's good and he's healthy. I saw him skate at Cup of Russia, and he was delightful <laughs> just like so easy like really just easy to watch him move around the rink to watch him like even getting up into a quad toe i was just like that looks stupid easy <laughs> he, he's like, always been a big jumper so when he nails it it's but nice. it looks it just looks effortless that's the thing that's crazy to me like he doesn't look like he's trying yeah to make that triple axle that big or that quad toe that big it just happens so he's got a really great sense of his knees, and he won everything he was in. He went to Minsk, Cup of Russia, Den Haag. He won nationals. I mean, he also had a nice big score, two eighty one at the Cup of Russia. So that's incredible. Yeah, hardy, very very hardy, and he's always been in the top ten at Worlds. He's never had a finish that below the top ten. Yeah, you're checking my work, aren't you? Uh, no, I believe you there. From what I. <laughs> have written down that looks about right <laughs> yeah um, but uh, another short lister i have from that same cup of russia event uh marisi kvitelashvili from georgia um he was yeah. second uh there and that was a tight race yeah that was that was a tighter race than than uh than i would have expected it to be <laughs> Um, he's come a long way with that Tiburizzi camp. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, we've always known him to be a good jumper, right? We've seen quad sows, quad toes from him. It was always just that that consistency. Yeah, yeah, that's that's been the real trick of it. But, uh, you know, Terry, she'll, uh, she'll work that in or beat that in or whatever <laughs> she does. I mean... It's it's how they operate. They they work hard there, and uh, it, it's produced some great results for consistency from a lot of their their skaters, mostly the females. But uh, I think he's looking to improve upon a thirteenth finish um, to get uh, to get some grid skating in. Um, yeah. 
yeah, definitely, definitely a name I would be uh, excited to see if I was turning on the TV. Uh, Olympic silver medalist Shoma Uno. Shoma Ono, who has had a lot more time to work with uh, his coach once he he finally decided to get one. <laughs> you remember that phase where he was like, "I don't need a coach. I'm just gonna go skate." Yeah, he was just traveling, skating. I guess enjoying life. <laughs> well, he was enjoying life. Maybe not. Kind of goes back to what Costa and I said. You can enjoy life, but if you're not on top of the podium, are you enjoying what you're doing? Um. And he struggled with that. He did. Um, finished second at Japanese Nationals this year. Um, he has yet to win Worlds. And uh, his last trip out in 2019, he finished fourth. Um, so probably a big, big chip on his shoulder with the, uh, the all the training. So hopefully he comes out firing. Yeah. Um, did, did you round out the Japanese contingent? I did, yeah. I had um, Yuma Kagiyama as well. Um, he was one of those junior boys um, we talked about two years ago. Last yeah. last year? Last year. Sorry. Getting my years mixed up. Last year we talked about him. Um, junior world silver medalist. Um, he medaled at the, the Junior Olympics. Youth Olympics, yeah. Youth Olympics, yeah. Won it, actually. Uh, this... <laughs> Yeah, this is his first trip to the Senior Worlds. He was third at Four Continents last year before the world shut down. Um, yeah, still had a nice score there too. Yeah, and he's uh, and he won NHK this year. So yeah, he's he's another one to keep an eye out for. I don't know if I've got him in my top five. Hmm. Hadn't really considered that, but now I got to think about it, man. <laughs> well, while you think of it. Um... I also have Vincent Zhu shortlisted. Uh, I mean, Vinny. World bronze medalist. Um, the, the next one to probably hit the 300 score. He was sitting at 299. I, you know, he excites me and he frustrates me at the same time. <laughs> he frustrates me because he has that, that, He'll get tagged for under rotation, but he does all those really awesome big tricks. Like he does quad lutz, he does quad flip, toe, sow. He can pack as much technical content as Nathan. It's the are you getting dinged on an under rotated triple toe? Are you getting dinged on an under rotated quad toe? Like that. That's the stuff that makes me nuts. And I'm like, ah, oh, I just and it, it really depends on the day. Yeah. Like it's there's been no rhyme or reason to like he'll go to one event one week, a couple of weeks later down the line he was doing the same program he was skating just as clean but he was getting tagged on under rotation you're like <laughs> so I don't know how much I can like he he must have had a good day two years like 2019 but he was also looking at coaching changes too because he was planning on coming to Canada was he I haven't heard of that. I heard he was going to work with Lee. You did hear this. We talked about this. He was going to work with Lee and then the pandemic hit and he didn't end up coming. And I think he went back to his old coach. I mean, that would make sense. Um, Lots of people have done it this, this past year. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Vinny. Oh, Vinny. What do I do with you? (laughs) Um, 
Dude, it's awesome. Don't get me wrong. I wish him the best. Oh, yeah. I just, it drives me nuts when I'm like, are you under-rotated or are you, uh, what are you? What are you? <laughs> who, who else do you have on your short list there? Oh, man. Um, I, I put a little note beside Han Yan um, from China. Um, he was seventh in 2014, but he really hasn't been all that exciting. I think it's the lack of quad. Um, um, actually, if I remember correctly, he he had a big injury and then had to rework all his jump technique. Oh, that might explain something. Um, I also flagged the Italians. Yes. Daniel Grassel and Matteo Rizzo. Um, more Daniel Grassel than Matteo. Um, because Daniel has a lot more technical content than Matteo does. Matteo was really working to get that quad incorporated, that quad toe. Never quite got a handle on it. But Grassel, I believe, had like a loop, a toe, maybe a flip or a lutz. I can't remember. And I didn't go digging. I did not go um, digging either, but you might be right. <laughs> Uh, anyways, yeah, Daniel, uh, this is his first trip to Senior Worlds. He was third in junior in 2019. Fourth um, uh, last year. Fourth at Junior Worlds? Yeah. Yeah, I skipped over anything that wasn't a podium finish. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, so, yeah, I flagged them. Uh, Mikhail, yeah, that's that's all I've got there. Uh, all right. I actually... I had one more guy that you didn't mention. Oh, hold on. Wait, wait, wait. Kevin. Yes. Kevin from Kevin Amos. Amos. Uh, yeah, Amos. I can't, I can't say. I, yeah, we uh from France. Yes, he <laughs> was he was an exciting one to watch. Uh I don't even I'm just going to call it last year. Yeah. I'm just I'm <laughs> done trying to figure out the timeline. It was last time we were really competing. Kevin was, uh, he was exciting. He was consistent. He was doing great work. Um, yeah, he it looked like he had taken that next step um, to in his career that to reach that consistency to be with the big boys. Yeah, yeah, I, I completely agree. All right. I think I've got it. Okay. I think I've got it. You go first. I'll go first. All right. So on the fifth spot, I have um, Chinese Boyang Jin. Okay. All right. Well, my five spot, I'm going to put Vinny. Okay. Because I really just don't know what kind of day he's going to have. It's a, it's a coin toss. <laughs> it really is. I really probably, he's either in or he's out. Actually, I really shouldn't put him there. He's like if he's on, he's he's great. He's like up on the podium. If he's not, I find that he's just so far down. But I'm gonna keep him in there just based on math. <laughs> um, so I've got I've got Vinny in five, and I've got Boyang in four. Okay. Uh, I actually yeah. I have that flipped as well. I have Boyang five, and Vincent four. You, you know, <laughs> these these flip flops kill us because one of us is right or we're both screwed. Yeah. Um, who do you who'd you who'd you get the podium started with? Um, I have Koliada in third. Um, Ag- agreed. Yeah. Agreed. 
I'm I'm just I liked I liked how smooth he looked. I he's he's matured into that skater that he's ready to be back on the podium and uh he's he's gonna have some good days. This is very, very good days. Well one thing we know about Mishin too is um he he tends to I won't say hold on to his skaters, but he doesn't let his skaters compete until they're ready. They get that seal of approval, right? Um, so you know, and he's going out there. He's going to be good. Yeah, they they're definitely like totally stoked for consistent. And I mean, they have tons of talented guys. Oh yeah, tons of talented guys with more tricks and more content than he brought. But he brings that consistency that that both marks. So yeah, not to mention he's he's a pace fast skater. He he brings that excitement. He's uh... he. He's a guy that if we were just talking about skating skills, I would easily put him in the same company as the next two guys. And again, the next two guys are a conversation of which way do you like it? <laughs> I, I wouldn't say same conversation just yet, but I think he could get there. <laughs> okay, fine. All right. You make him wait. I don't think he needs to wait. I think he's very, very close. Um, I, I Yeah. Anyways, so... The top two is is going to be a match or a flip, um, but I'm going to go with Nathan for a three-peat. I have that as well. Yeah, Nathan is going to take the natural hat trick. I think the fact that he's been out twice this year and gotten good competitions under his belt, um, I think the fact that he is... Um, just he's been on top of his game consistently over the last couple of years. That's, that's definitely something else. And uh, while I enjoy watching Yuzu, um, it's just, it's going to be one of those things where it's going to be hard back and forth. I don't know. I just, I got a gut feeling it's Nathan. Um, honestly, I think it's, Ever since we saw Nathan take that kind of step back in training, you know, going to university, um, trying to do that juggling act, that he's actually improved. Um, he's been almost unstoppable for since then. Um, I think that's only going to continue right now. Um, and we've seen Yuzu falter more times um, than Nathan in recent times. Yuzu likes to gamble. <laughs> yeah he does like he's kind of like i got two olympic titles you know what just yeah i'm gonna try it today so it'll be a matter of who is there with him and who's gonna keep him in check because i don't know what his training has been like like who's he been who's been with him for for training to keep him you know focused and on task um and and then who's going with him to sweden is it Brian? Like, I, I don't know. So yeah, <laughs> I, that's not something I've looked at. It's been a weird year, man. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, the men are in the books that leaves us with the dance and, uh, dance. I, this is, uh, this is definitely something that I didn't, I didn't really recognize until like I started looking at the list, but, we're going to definitively get a new dance champion. Yeah. Um, this well, year. Unlike now, I was thinking pairs, um, how there's a lot of similar, or like, 
a lot of names we've seen before. Um, dance, it's, I mean, not that we haven't seen these names before, but it's almost like a whole new batch of people coming in. Well, not just a new batch, um, but also the absence of um, Gabriela Papadakis and Guillaume Cizeron, who have decided not to compete this year. Mm-hmm. Um, I, as far as I understood, they're still in Canada training, um, but I don't know what that's been like for them. Um, so, yeah, they're they're noticeably absent. Um, two, three-time world champion now? Uh, you might be right. 18, 19, 20? Sorry, no. No, they won some worlds before Scott and Tessa came back. Let's see if we could give a quick Google search. <laughs> That's right, because they're not on the list, so that makes it even harder to track them down. <laughs> but yeah, I'm fairly certain they won worlds one, After two, three, four. Four. Yeah. They've got four. Well, ugh. <laughs> Usually I would say bad words here, Cody, but ugh. Um, yeah, man. Um, yeah. So we're not going to see them this go around, but I suspect that they'll be back for the Olympic season. Um, and hopefully that, well, I mean, they're, they're going to get a spot. They're going to get a spot. The uh, regardless of what happens with the French teams, uh, yeah, so, I mean, yeah, <laughs> they only send one. I'm fairly confident yeah. France is going to go with them. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, this is a short, short list for me because we have the Americans. I mean, we have the Russians. We talk about we not knowing the Canadians all the time. Dance is where we really don't know anything. <laughs> We don't know anything about all the technical work that goes into it, but we do know that it is a consistent. And if I, I guarantee, man, if I go look back over those sheets, if I go back into the, our Google Drive and find those sheets where we were marking ourselves down, man, <laughs> those are some of the strongest scoring events because we could almost like clockwork pick the podium, no problem. Even when we went a little rogue, we didn't do terribly. Um, there's, I feel like there's not as big a margin for error, but nonetheless, who do you want to talk first? I mean, we have our Canadian champs, Piper and Paul. Um, yeah. And they've, kind of like Kirsten and Mike, they've been close to that top five. They've been on the cusp of that space. Uh, they just haven't really left in there. And... Uh, they were seventh last time, so yeah, they're they're in that ballpark. They're in that conversation definitely as as a team. And I don't know if they kept their programs, but I really like their their free dance from two years ago. I hope they changed the the, uh, the rhythm. Well, they had to have. <laughs> yeah, the, the rhythm dance changed. Of course, they changed the the rhythm dance. Okay, um, yeah, I'm excited to see um, Lawrence and Nikolai. Yeah. Um, go and skate um, for Canada this go round. They were tenth in twenty nineteen. Uh, they had a lot of mishaps, um, just with their health along the way, didn't they? That he was off for some sort of 
injury. They were taking time away. Um, but they'll be an exciting team to watch because they were growing quite well. And uh, and Marjorie and Zachary. Yeah. Marjorie Lejoie and Zachary Laga, fifth of four continents last year. Former junior and, world champions. And they were just creeping up the uh, the scale there. I mean, they were scoring in the 190s. Um, that, like, I mean, they're, they're going to be at 200 before you know it. <laughs> and, uh, you know, all of a sudden be part of that conversation. So I'm, I'm super excited about them. Who else? Now that we've got our Canadians respectably dealt with, <laughs> who else are you thinking, man? Um, I mean, this is a name we've been seeing for a while. Um, Charlene Guinard and Marco Fabri, uh, the Italians. Yeah. Um, yeah. Kind it, of like Piper and Paul always on that cusp um, in that same grouping with them, really. Yeah, eighth, eighth at Worlds and fourth at Europeans, um, their last big outings. Um, not quite as big a, a personal best score. They're about five points behind Piper and Paul. So, I mean, if you're projecting and they, you know, work equally as hard, they could still be five points behind. But we all know that that's not the case. <laughs> you know, everyone, everyone works at their own speed. Piper and Paul have probably packed on a lot more work. And, hey, they could be 10 points ahead now. <laughs> um yeah uh i i re- distinctly remember these guys uh lila fear and lewis gibson yeah uh because they were they were exciting to me i was enjoying seeing these guys come out of the um the the ice academy of montreal uh, is that what it's called um the dance academy of montreal i let's go with that <laughs> Mary France and Patrice's school. Yes. Um, yeah, they were working there. And uh, yeah, they were super excited. Well, they were having the worlds. A, a breakout, really, the last season. I yeah. Guess. Yeah, it was a shame that we didn't get to see them at Worlds. So I'm kind of excited to see what they do here. Um, especially because being in Canada, anybody who was in Canada really just didn't get a chance to compete this year. That made it really, really tough on them. Yeah. All right, are are we are we diving into the big countries or are we? Do you have anybody else? Um, I mean, there's the Spanish Hurtado and Caliavin. Um, I love that our minds are alike. <laughs> another one with um, in that same grouping as Piper Paul, Guinard Fabry, always on that kind of cusp, not quite leaping over anything. Um, yeah, I was, I was, I was, um, I was, I was, and I still am, but uh, I was curious to know why it wasn't Olivia Smart and Adrian Diaz from, from Spain, because uh, I really, I enjoyed watching them skate. I found that they had very personable programs, they were exciting to watch, um, but I mean, that could be part of where you're training. Like, if you can't be evaluated by your your federation, they, I guess, have every right to say, "Well, you know, we don't really want to send you <laughs> if we don't know what you look like right now." I mean, so yeah, that could definitely be something that uh, that ran ran against them. I don't know, but yeah, those are those are those fringe players. I guess all that's left is, do you want to go 
You want to go America or you want to go Russia? Uh, let's go Russia. Russia, yeah. yeah. Well, that's where I'm seeing all the big work done. <laughs> um, well, yeah, with Russia, uh, Tiffany Zagorski, Jonathan Guerrero, they were kind of a um, – they're another fringe team. They're like – they're hanging around the outside. They're like a top 10 kind of team. They were kind of like dark horses uh, uh, during the Grand Prix circuit when we were making picks on those. Yeah, I like. I mean, I had to put a little like flag mark on these guys because it was like, oh, right, them. Yeah, I can't count them out. Um, yeah, this is a uh, man. This is a loaded field. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, Stepanova and Bukin. Um, they they won nationals. They were third at Europeans last year. Very very strong team. Very strong team. Fourth at the last Worlds. Yeah. I think that's going to change. <laughs> I think that's going to change. Interesting. Yeah. Um, and then and then Sinitsina and Katalipov. This is ultimately the front runner with, with the French team out. This is just like... They were the ones in second, so... They're definitively like a personal best score that's almost seven, eight points ahead of anybody else. Yeah. They're they're like hands down favorite in my opinion. They like just the way dance goes. <laughs> it's just the way dance goes in my opinion. Now, I mean, the good or the bad of this year is that they nobody's really been seen that much. So I mean they did do Cup of Russia first. Um and they did have a score of two seventeen, so it's it doesn't look like they've missed a step really, or they've fallen behind. No, yeah, it, it's I always find those those ones that are in your own country, especially when it's very much like a nationals. The scores are hard to take seriously. I don't know because um, the the other reality is that they probably weren't bringing an international panel of judges to any of these events <laughs> either. Yeah. So, some bias. I don't know. Um, hard to say. Really hard to say. Um, yeah, but they are. I would say far and clear the front runners to be walking away with this one. Um, and then we go back down to America, and we've got again two very talented, very seasoned and and capable teams. Um, with Chalk and Bates, yep. who have been on the podium before. Um, they were sixth at Worlds in 2019, so I can only imagine they're coming back pissed. <laughs> like, what the hell happened? And um, and Hubble and Donahue. Who came third at that who, same world. Yeah. Um, they medaled in 18 and 19. Uh, they won Skate America. They won the U.S. Nationals. Um, Chalk and Bates, because, again, they train in Canada with the Mary France and Patrice camp. They haven't been out yeah. this year. They've been playing it safe, staying home. They didn't want to miss any training time because of, you know, the quarantine rules here in Canada. Yeah. So, I mean, that definitely has made it uh, challenging for some of those folks. Um 
but those to me, like those are the the big names. There was nobody else that really jumped off the page at me to say, Hey, what about these guys? There were, there were teams that we saw um, like the Czech team of Tashlerova, Tashlerova and Tashler. Um, we saw them kicking around. I remember that name. It jumped out at me because it was like, Hey, we picked them. We picked these guys. Yeah. Were they, were they, they junior? were a junior team? Yep. Okay. <laughs> yeah. See, my brain's not a mess. Um, <laughs> um, Allison Reed and Sullius Ambrulavicius from Lithuania. Um, I feel like they were already a senior, but there was like a senior B event we saw them at. Yeah. Uh, the Polish team of Kalasek and Spodriev. That one rings a bell for me too. Um, I think those, like, again, that might have been a junior team, but. No, uh, just one of those that we've seen in the uh, senior B circuit. Okay. All right. Well, I mean, good on them. They're here. We wish them all luck. I I mean, I just want to see good skating. (laughs) It's really all it comes down to, man. But uh, this is tough. This is tough, man, because there's somewhere between my heart and my head. I don't know where your head's at, but this is this is this is tricky for me. What's your five? Um, starting it off at five. Unfortunately, I have our Canadian team, Gillies and Poirier. I know. I said the same thing too. It hurts my heart to say it. I think it would be a great leap for them to be in that top five. And it's a very talented group of skaters. Um, I want to see them get on the podium. I just, I hope for more. I'll be honest. I'm, I'm, I'm agreeing with you. It's a five spot, but I hope for more. Yeah. I want that noted on the record. (laughs) Um, Four, I went Hubble Donahue. Oh, okay. I um, went with repeat. Fourth players, I guess. Um, Stepanova Bukin. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I got a little more, more aggressive with that team. Um, <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Stepanova Bukin. I see it. It makes sense. I mean, th- honestly, like two through f- two through four, two through four. It's a tight race. <laughs> it could be a whole nother podium because Sinitsina and Katselopov are just. A different, a different grade of everything. <laughs> yeah. uh, three, I took chalk and baits. Three, I chose chalk and baits as well. Okay, all right. Well, then this is where your two spot. I'm. Um, hold on. You're going Hubble Donahue and yeah, two. Yeah, and I assume you have stepping over Bukin. I do. Okay, so there's our switch. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and Sinatina and Katzelov. Honestly, I think one of us has got this completely right. I don't think it's me. I mean, <laughs> I made my picks. I stand by them. I'm not going to change them, but I think you've got this probably bang on. We say that all the time. We're always confident, but we never should be. No, it's still figure exactly. skating. Exactly. It's still just figure skating, and anything can happen. I mean, it for me, I think it's just it's exciting to see an event of this magnitude on a global scale getting together. Uh, for our sport right now. Um, 
just to see great skating again because this is still very elite level athleticism and i don't feel like there's anybody sent their b squad i don't think anybody trained to like a subpar level i feel like everybody who's going there isn't risking their life (laughs) or like or you know taking the risks that it takes to be there um in that sense like they're not going just because oh you know it's something to do like they're going because they want to be considered among the best in the world yeah and so i mean from that standpoint i'm kind of kind of totally jacked about this and it's all kicking off tomorrow not to mention um olympic spots on the line right like yeah creating olympic spots for their their team um you know teammates sitting back home i mean granted there are some countries that just don't care russia is one of them um um, also interesting to note if you i don't know if you caught this cody look at every one of those athletes from on the um, russia yeah it does not read rus it reads fsr um which i believe is the federation skating russia but it's That's, not they're yeah, not representing the country of russia um had to do with the doping and i think that the there was a, a, a was an international ban on olympic athletes being able to compete under their own flag yeah. so they're not technically competing for russia they're competing for themselves um and I suspect they will be probably the most scrutinized athletes at the event um, from a doping standpoint, <laughs> even though I don't really know how that factors in in a sport like this. Well, I mean, there's different types of doping, right? There's the one we're all familiar with, the anabolic, big muscles, um, more power. Yeah, doesn't really, doesn't really fit, the, uh, fit the bill with this sport. Um, but yeah, there are, there are definitely things that I'm sure they'll be on the lookout for. Um, and again, hoping for clean, just like, I, you know what? I don't need like drama from this event. (laughs) I don't know about you. I don't need drama. I think the, just let the skating be the skating. Oh, Billy. Um, this is figure skating. (laughs) There's always drama. I just, I don't need it for this event. I just need to see some great skating. I want to be able to like tune in, sit down, get my bucket of popcorn and, and maybe a nice glass of something, (laughs) anything, whatever, you know what folks, if you're sitting down to watch skating and you're getting yourself a glass of something, make sure it's a glass of something nice. Don't go with the cheap stuff. Just something nice. I don't care what it is you you're into, but something nice. (laughs) Even if it's just a glass of orange juice, make sure it's a good one. Um, yeah. Yeah, to sit down and just watch some really good stuff. That's what I'm excited about, man. It's back. It is. It's back. And I don't know if that means that we'll be back. <laughs> Does that mean we'll be back? Um, hopefully. We can be back again. Maybe in the fall. Maybe as things come back around and we see junior, you know, junior international events, I will feel dumber than ever. <laughs> I will feel dumber than ever, Cody, because we will have like zero frame of reference. Yeah. I mean, making these picks today already. 
uh, it was <laughs> weird. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. But I mean, at least these are names we know. We go back and look at a junior event in another year, and that's the crazy thing about junior events. They're all, it's all about age eligibility. Yeah. Those kids will have changed. You'd be looking at a whole new group of kids. I mean, maybe not the Russians. They start out when they're like 14, <laughs> so. It's entirely plausible. Entirely plausible. All right, man. Well, I hope you enjoy watching some skating this week, this weekend. Thank you. And uh, I enjoy, I will enjoy the chirps that I get. <laughs> I will enjoy feeding you some chirps while the event is going on. Yeah. And, uh, and then, you know what? Maybe we'll, uh, no, we will. We will get back together at some point next week. Yeah. And just dive through this like we used to do. Because uh, this has been good, man. My heart feels happy. Uh, it's nice to chat with you. It's nice to chat figure skating with you, sir. Uh, I've missed your voice. I've missed your face. And uh, I wish you nothing but good love today. Thank you, Billy. That was really kind of you. And always, always a pleasure. Uh, and uh, hopefully, we could do this more often. Hopefully, man. Hopefully. All right. To the rest of you out there, continue being safe. Take care of yourself. Take care of those that you love. And uh, enjoy some figure skating this weekend. Uh, thanks for listening to Picks and Trips into the Kiss and Cry. I'm, I'm Billy. Cody. <laughs>